Good morning, everyone. Great to see you. Well, I have the privilege of introducing uh, this year's recipients of the General Superintendent's uh, Scholarship Award. Um, the General Superintendent's Ministerial Scholarship Award was created for Nazarene students attending Nazarene colleges who are called into the preaching ministry. Its primary purpose is to encourage undergraduate ministerial students to be actively preaching as they pursue their ministerial training. This program seeks to assist schools in the development of a generation of preachers who are inclined toward evangelistic outreach. This year, we have two wonderful students receiving this scholarship award, Reverend Latoya Sheehan from the Rocky Mountain District, uh, who is enrolled in the pastoral leadership major, and Reverend Julio Gallego from the Metro New York District, enrolled in the ministerial pastoralist major. So Latoya, I'll start with you if I could. Uh, could we, would you show us your uh, award certificate? Latoya, do you have, uh, would you show us your uh, award certificate? Sure. Thank you, we just want to see it. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Latoya ministers to children and parents at the, at the Helena, uh, Church of the Nazarene in Helena, Montana. She is passionate about the unsaved and the faithful teaching of God's word. Latoya, what is one of your favorite things about your current ministry situation? I would say one of my favorite things is the spontaneity of um, teaching. So it seems Montana is kind of funny because um, we have like uh, a lot of families that stay, but then like during the summer months, um, just families come in and out, they like ebb and flow. And so I don't know who's gonna be in my classroom every Sunday or Wednesday. And I get to just like show all these kids who the Lord is. And I think that's like just really super special. And then when the Holy Spirit comes and you know, I can see their hearts like just like sparking, it's probably one of my favorite things to do. Awesome. That sounds wonderful. And then last question, uh, what is one of your favorite things about your experience at NBC? I would say, um, actually, it's all been really good. So I was a little nervous about taking classes online fully, um, but the professors, um, the classes have been far above my standards. And I feel like I am able to do all that I need to do as, you know, mom and, you know, working and everything, and then also be successful here. So I would say just the flexibility of that as well and, and just good classes. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, thank you. Wonderful. So good to hear. Uh, Brother Julio, great to see you. Welcome. Uh, would you uh, show us your award certificate, please? Yay. Making sure they got there. That's awesome. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, Julio uh, ministers as worship leader at uh, Centro de Avivamento Valle de Sitem Church of the Nazarene in White Plains, New York. And Amen. Julio is passionate about church planting, evangelism, and pastoring. Uh, 
Brother Julio, what is one of your favorite things about your current ministry assignment? Mm, uh, can I ask to um, yeah, 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 yeah. Timoteo to translate? Sí, 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 sí. Sí, sí, sí. ¿Entiende la pregunta? Sí. ¿Cuál es una de mis cosas favoritas al administrar? Ok, yo voy a traducir su respuesta. Ok. Hemos sido llamados. We have been seen, we have been called. Para cumplir la más poderosa tarea. We have the most powerful work Asignación. En la tierra. Assignment. En la tierra. In the, in the world. Que es dar a conocer a Cristo. Que es dar That's a conocer a Cristo. To help people know Jesus, to know Jesus Christ. Para mí. For me. Lo más importante. The most important. Que puedo experimentar día a día. That I could possibly do each day. Es como las personas vienen a ser perdonadas y restauradas por el amor de Dios is to see people come and be forgiven of their sins and transformed by God. Eh, he podido experimentar. I have been able to actually uh, experience this. A lo largo de los últimos cinco años. In these last five years. Como Dios ha salvado a muchas personas. How God has saved many people. Y ver el gozo en sus rostros y en sus vidas. And see the, the joy in their faces and in their lives. Y cada día más. And every day. Estoy comprometido para que muchos conozcan el amor de Cristo. I am committed more and more to, to, to share that love of Jesus to everyone. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Um, and last okay, question. Then. What is one of your favorite things about your experience with NBC? Um, okay. Desde que empecé a estudiar en NBC. From the beginning that I studied at NBC. Pude empezar a comprender con mayor profundidad. I've, I've been able to deepen in uh, with the deepest. ¿Cuál era mi llamado? Okay. ¿Cuál era mi llamado para servir a Dios? What was my call to serve Jesus, to serve the Lord? Al aprender, al conocer las escrituras. To, to know deeply the scriptures. Una gran cantidad de cosas en mi vida ha cambiado. Muchas cosas a great quantity of things changed in my life. Many things changed in my life because of that. Al interactuar con profesores y compañeros en NBC. To interact with professors and uh, classmates. Eh, aprendo más de ellos. And, and through those, those people. Y he podido ver mi crecimiento espiritual. I have seen myself grow spiritually. Doy gracias a Dios por el compromiso que tiene NBC. I give thanks to the Lord for the uh, commitment that NBC has. 
para formar hombres y mujeres en todo el mundo. To, to, to shape men and women around the whole world. Que pueden llevar las buenas nuevas de salvación. That they also can share the good news of salvation. Si tuviera que, si, si tuviera que decirlo en una sola palabra. If I could say it in one word, diría que he adquirido madurez espiritual. I would say maturity, Christian maturity, spiritual maturity. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you. Well, congratulations to both Latoya and Julio, and thank you for your commitment to Christ, to his kingdom and for being part of the NBC family. Brother Joe, I'll pass it over to you. Hey, thank you, Will. Uh, good morning, everybody. And uh, I'm here to introduce the uh, candidate. I mean, the recipient of the um, Evangelism Award. The Evangelism Award is made possible by uh, Dr. Chick Shaver at the Center for Evangelism. And he has been a partner with NBC for a number of years, going back to our campus years. Uh, Dr. Powers and myself would get together. We were tasked to select some recommendations for the president for this award. And uh, this year's award is going to Louis Smith. And uh, uh, Louis is serving with the Salvation Army in the Philadelphia area. And we want to congratulate her. And I'm wondering if she has her award she could show us mm -hmm. here this morning. Uh, if she does, that'd be great. Yep, right here. Yes, here we are. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. And congratulations. And, and uh, the, the criteria is, of course, involved in some form of evangelism, promoting it, teaching, sharing, have a passion for lost people, And uh, so the selections that were made uh, to the cabinet uh, included Louise, and she was uh, the candidate uh, that was awarded. So thank you and congratulations. Let me ask you, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Of course, you're with the Salvation Army, mm -hmm. but tell us about your experience and street ministry that you talked about in Philadelphia, in very difficult areas in Philadelphia. Uh, yeah. Um, uh... Yeah, it, it's it's a, a privilege to um, to work where uh, you know um, to follow God and His in calling. Um, part of um, the opportunity that we have here in Philadelphia is that we're able to um, you know uh, to minister to, to some difficult um, neighborhoods, and um, we uh, COVID you know turned a lot of things around and. Uh, I work at a community center and uh, during COVID, we turned into a, uh, a feeding distribution center, uh, which at first gave us um, the opportunity to um, have people come to us uh, for food and things that they might need. Um, and then from there, it turned into opportunity to actually go out into um, uh, some project areas, some difficult um, neighborhoods. Um, and just to just to meet with people there, uh, to to feed them, um, to pray with them, to invite them um, um, to uh, uh, to church and, and other activities at our, our center, 
um, and just to have the opportunity to meet people um, where they're at, um, uh, to uh, uh, not only to minister to them, but also um, there's something special about having um, them protect you as well. Um, we feel safe in those areas, um, even though, you know, um, there've been occasions where we've had to kind of dodge the, the blood on the street left over from last night's shooting. Um, but just to um, just to be there and just to be the face, the voice and the hands of, of God um, in those moments and to to give them a little bit of hope. Um, yeah, so that's what we um, have I've had the opportunity to do. Um, also, um, uh, the center that I work at, um, we have a, a variety of people who come in and there's so much opportunity just to uh, talk about um, my faith and just to um, challenge them a little bit. Um, and I and I shared that you know I was uh, uh, doing the shift for somebody in our computer lab, and it just opened up an opportunity. It happened to be Easter week, and it just opened opened an opportunity to talk about what Easter meant um, and and the, in the Easter story. Um, last week I led devotions, uh, community devotions, and afterwards there was uh, further conversation um, with one of our. Um, with one of the people from the community in our center in, in, in the elevator going up the stairs. And so, um, you know, just, uh, you know, the incredible opportunities that we have, um, or that I'm blessed with, um, you know, probably like most people, you know, and when you think about evangelism, you often think, oh, that's just for those people who have that gift, which is exactly what I thought. But, um, you know, I've learned through my NBC experience, especially that um, it's just making the most of the opportunities that God gives you um, where you're at um, and just, uh, you know, uh, you know, telling them and challenging them and, uh, you know, giving them a, a, a helping, you know, to be part of God's work in transforming the lives of others. So. Great. Uh, let me ask you one more question. One question. Tell us, give us a little highlight of an ex, of your NBC experience uh, that uh, you care to share. Um, I think for me, um, I wasn't uh, looking um, to study necessarily. Um, it was kind of like, hey, Louise, we want you to do this job and we want you to study. And so I, I stumbled uh, across NBC because somebody I knew was studying here. Um, and so I thought, oh, I'll, I'll give it a go. They seem to have a good experience. Um, but I, I, I never realized um, how much um, I would love it and how much um, the, the classes and the experience would cause me just to fall in love with studying God's word on a much deeper level and how to apply as well apply what I've learned to my life I um, that was not really what I expected and I that has been a highlight for me it's not just been um, it's not just been studying it's um, it's the falling in love and the application too that's been a big deal for me wonderful again we, we want to thank uh, the Salvation Army for the partnership we have they have with us and mm -hmm. glad that you are the recipient this year and God bless you as you journey into the future great thank you Uh, Dr. Like. Right, thanks, Joel. Good morning, everybody. Morning. Uh, one of the ways that um, Nazarene Bible College uh, recognizes their students, uh, it, it's their students' achievements and their dedication to completing their degrees is 
through the selection of uh, exemplary students to an honor society. So let me give you a little bit of description of the honor society. The Delta Epsilon Chi Honor Society of the Association for Biblical Higher Education recognizes seniors from accredited institutions at ABHE who have distinguished themselves in three ways, uh, intellectual achievement, Christian character, and leadership ability. Uh, in Romans 16.10, you find, we find the words approved in Christ. Rokimos in Christos. Delta Epsilon Chi uh, starts, is the recognition of those, the Greek letters that spell each of those words. D for Delta, Bokimos, Epsilon, in, and Chi, Christos. So that's the name, uh, the reason for the ABHE name, uh, name of that society. So nominees for induction into the society must exhibit uh, Christian character, leadership ability, have achieved a cumulative GPA of at least 3.3. And then uh, the faculty of the institution select from all of those who are eligible, the three persons, uh, in our case, the three persons who best exhibit the values of the society. So it's my, um, my privilege to, uh, to extend this recognition to Reed Campbell and Louise Smith and David Kane. So everybody give them a little round of applause and then we'll, they will talk for a moment. So Reed, um, you and I came across each other in graduating colloquium, that, that, little, that little exit opportunity. Um, and so there are a couple of things I think I'd like to ask. Uh, talk, uh, first, the first thing is talk a little bit about your ministry assignment uh, currently, the kinds of things that keep you busy in addition to your qualification to, uh, to, to serve in the CME church. Well, thank you, Dr. Like, um, one of the things that um, I'm doing now, my, I think my first assignment was to finish graduation. I know that the Lord was calling me to do that. But uh, I see waiting on the Lord, not as sitting around and doing nothing, but being kind of like a waiter. So I continued uh, through senior ministry integration. I got involved in um, working as a chaplain in a hospital. So I'm a volunteer, I'm the only chaplain there. And also I do pulpit supply as I'm awaiting uh, to be assigned to church, which should be pretty soon. So. I preach wherever they need me uh, when they don't, when they can't fill the pulpit or someone's going on vacation or they need a fill in for a funeral or whatever. I just make myself available as the Lord would have us do to serve him. Good, good. thank you. Thanks. And then the second question, um, I know there have been a number of significant learning uh, experiences, learning moments uh, for you at NBC, but Maybe tell us about one of those, one of those significant learning moments. Well, I think the most significant thing, I have this passion for accurately presenting the word of God. And 
even though I studied hard and I would read commentaries and do all them kind of things, it really didn't come together until I started writing exegetical papers. And I thought, wow, you know, <laughs> wow, this is going to the next level and really digging deeper into seeing what those that have laid the groundwork before us has uh, uh, told us everything from uh, uh, language to uh, to uh, commentaries from uh, great Christian leaders, et cetera. But even though I enjoyed tremendously my classes and I really appreciate the staff uh, there at uh, NBC, there are two people in particular that I would like to give a shout out to. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here today. Uh, the most difficult things I found with my schoolwork was one, financial aid, and Jan, you were a blessing to me beyond belief, even to the point where she would take me by the hand every year and walk me through it to make sure I got it right. And the second one was Bart Renfro. I felt like I had a personal relationship with him because I didn't start into school, back to school till I was 60 years old. I'm 66 now. And, uh, I kind of adopted Dr. David Jeremiah's uh, philosophy, if you're not dead, you're not done. So uh, he helped me with all the technical difficulties. I didn't know how to Zoom and I didn't know how to upload stuff and I didn't know how to uh, run the programs and everything. And, you know, I kind of was on a first name basis with Bart. <laughs> and uh, that, is what stood out to me more and meant more to me than all the classes and everything of how the caring the staff were and how they made sure I got through this. That was my experience. And I, I recommend anyone, if they're going back to school, you know, at 60 or at 20, uh, they know they have the support staff uh, and, and Dr. Haynes to encourage me when I had down moments and that, what a blessing. That, that's my greatest memory, the blessings of NBC. Good, thank you, thank you, thank you. You, you just in, encourage everybody that's listen, sitting in on this, uh, on this meeting. Um, it is all part of our passion to make sure that we uh, help students succeed. Thanks, Reed. Uh, Louise, we've, we've already met you and you've told us a little bit about your ministry. I think the first question I'd like to ask, um, uh, I know from your autobiography that you are Australian. Yes. Right, and yes. lived uh, lived there for uh, until you were nineteen or twenty. Until uh, I was twenty five. Yep. Okay. So, so tell us a little bit about the adjustment, um, and maybe maybe not adjustment. Uh, tell us about how being from Australia has helped you minister in the in the city of, of Philadelphia. Um, well, the accent is always a draw, <laughs> whatever's left of the accent. Um, uh, you know, uh, it's, it, it can be a good diffuser um, if I'm, you know, finding myself, you know, trying to diffuse a situation, you know, um, people pick up on the way, where are you from? Um, I often get you from England, you know, so, um, and it gives me, you know, the opportunity because a question that I often get asked is, how did you end up here? Um, and so, you know, that kind of opens a door to, to, uh, to share my testimony right there because, you know, it's God, you know, leading me, um, 
you know, not only out of Australia but into the United States, but to where I am now in, in Philadelphia. So, um, yeah, it opens doors. Sure, <laughs> so. sure. Yeah, they, they, uh, the people that you're working with would recognize you as 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 a an outsider, and maybe they feel the same way. So, so, mm -hmm. so there's a bridge that you get to build um, because of because of where you've been and what you bring to that. Yeah, good. Thanks. Um, and then I think I want to follow up with the same question I asked Reach. Um, to talk about one of the significant learning moments uh, during your time at NBC. Um, you know, as students, you always have like these big aha moments. Um, and I was talking uh, with somebody uh, who just uh, graduated and uh, uh, from uh, a different institution that they went. And uh, we were talking about um, our, uh, our moments that were kind of uh, almost crisis of faith moments, things that, uh, you know, uh, preconceived ideas uh, that we came into uh, studying with that God just kind of took and flipped upside down and wrestling through that and, um, um, and how uh, we're both better and stronger for it. And, um, uh, you know, and for me, one of those came through uh, one of the exegetical papers that I had to write, which I absolutely love those. Um, and, you know, uh, yeah, and I think that was a, a big, powerful moment. Um, and, you know, to learn that that's pretty normal is <laughs> um, <laughs> encouraging as well. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, it's um, when, when we're in, the, when new learning experiences, we get uh, the things that we thought were so or that we were familiar with, uh, we get a little further away from them because we're learning new things. And so, but we haven't arrived at the other side yet. Yeah. You know? So yeah, that's, um, that disconnect is, it is a great aha moment. And I think it's a great shaping moment, um, but it's, it can be the in-betweens are a little tough sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks. I think again, everybody around the, the room could say, yeah, I remember when that happened. Um, I'm, I have in mind a particular uh, class I had at seminary, but same same kind of thing. So uh, again, you, that's not unique to you. So, and we're glad you made it through. Absolutely mm -hmm. glad you made it through. All right. Okay. Thanks, Louise. That, then, then the other uh, recipient is David Kane. David from Riverside, California, in New York today. Are you going to get Are you going to get a street dog while you're while you're out and about? Oh man, we I've eaten far too much food already. Uh, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, um, tell us about your ministry uh, with the Salvation Army in Riverside. Yeah, uh, my time in Riverside has been a real gift. Um, we we run, we have a large budget, a large operation, so about eighty employees and a, a about a twelve to fourteen million dollar operation. We run a migrant family shelter where we receive migrants work in coordination with Border Patrol. Uh, and we've over the last two years, we've received uh, over 33,000 individuals that have come through our shelter. Um, beautiful opportunities to minister to families that are in incredible crisis, but also exude incredible faith in and and um, I'm. I'm pretty convinced that that revival will come to our nation through the migration of people coming into our country. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, ju- it's just been a beautiful experience in serving folks in crisis, but then just a different level of desperation and faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition to that, we have a large homeless services program, so outreach programs, and we have vocational training programs, drug and alcohol rehabilitation, and bridge housing for individuals in all different types of crisis scenarios. Uh, I think the common theme is that we minister to people in incredibly desperate places with the love of God. Uh, it, it's a it's an absolute joy. If I were to talk about our Sunday morning service, because around all of that, I have the privilege to pastor a congregation. I would say that where a lot of churches have um, regular parking lots, we have shopping cart parking lots. So it is an absolute mess. We got guys that are in different phases of their recovery, guys and gals, folks that are not having their greatest day. In fact, you don't come to the Salvation Army uh, generally, if, if it's a, if it's um, if you're doing well, right. you generally come because you're in some kind of crisis, right. and that's really a beautiful place to minister to. Mm-hmm. And so, it's a real gift. Um, it it's a little bit of my backstory. Also, is that the Salvation Army met me in that place of desperation, and so it is near and dear to my heart. Sure, sure. right? Yeah, yeah. A living witness, um, personally, and then. And then to the to the people that you are interacting with, outstanding, outstanding. Um, you are uh, you graduated with a leadership and ethics major, correct? Correct. Good. And so you did. Did you do your associate work at Crestmont? Correct. Okay. All right. Okay. Good. I should have checked that out, but I just wanted to make sure. So you've had a long, um, a long good relationship with with Crestmont in the Western Territory and. And glad you're glad you're part with us. Um, again, uh, the question I asked Reed and Louise: um, significant learning moment during your time at, at the Bible College. Yeah, I heard this being asked, and I and as I tried to prepare myself and look for a moment, I I don't think that it was necessarily a moment, but more of a cumulative effect. Yeah. As I walked through, as I wrestled with all of the topics, I was literally experiencing them in my ministry as I was practicing and writing about them. And so um, as, I, as I've learned to lead, it's been a clunky process. Mm-hmm. As I've learned to lead uh, with integrity and, um, and to understand the weight of that, it was such a powerful guiding uh, light for me. In fact, it's strange to think that it's even over because it's become such a part of my leadership and growth and development as a, as a leader and an, and as a just as a follower of Jesus. I I've used it as a as an accountability, yeah. and it's been an incredible opportunity for me to process some of the things that I'm experiencing in my work. And so I, I'm I'm so grateful for it. And I, I think I gotta convince my wife to let me pursue the next level of, of education because, right. because it's too formative in my life. Right. Yeah, just ongoing equipping. Yeah. yeah. And 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 the great opportunity to apply in the moment the thing that you're learning learning in the classroom or learning in, learning in your online uh, environment. Outstanding. Yeah. Dr. Jerry Storrs is shaking his head. He's the he's the director of the L and E program. So, um, so Jerry, we're we're getting done what we need to get done. Good. 
I'll just say too, I'm incredible, great, incredibly grateful for Dr. Stores. He's been, uh, I think more than he knows because of the online experience, you don't have the opportunity to interact regularly, but I, but I see his name and everything we're writing and all of his interacting. I just loved his classes and all of those things. So he knows that I've told him, but I want to tell him publicly. Good, good, good. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Bill Mike. All right, um, so those are the, the three students that um, are the representatives for the Delta Epsilon Chi Honor Society. Uh, Mr. President, uh, before we close, I'd like to give you the, the last word. You know, I think every one of these students, as I'm listening to what they're saying, um, I, I want to just chop up this uh, recording and, uh, and use it uh, to promote the, the school to other churches uh, or to other student, potential students, potential supporters, uh, because without, uh, I, I think, a very much uh, prep really at all, uh, what you all are expressing is exactly what uh, NBC's founders had in mind right. and uh, what the church has in mind in, in uh, creating and sustaining an institution like NBC. Uh, so thank you for not only doing your work well, not only giving your life in ministry, but uh, for uh, for becoming exactly embodying exactly why this institution exists. Right. And uh, we are very, very grateful to you for that and very, very encouraged uh, by uh, what you have spoken. And we will, uh, we will consider that um, the goal of these awards is not to uh, single out some, some students as better than others, uh, but to identify students who we can uh, look to as representative of what's happening to varying degrees in the lives of, uh, we hope, all of our students. Right. And so thank you for uh, for allowing God to do his uh, work through you like, like he has and like we know uh, he's going to continue to do. What you're at work doing, um, it's our hope that our investment in you sets you up to make an impact uh, for the kingdom in this world that would go far beyond what any of us individually would have been capable of in our lives. Mm -hmm. uh, and I hope that's how the kingdom works, that as we invest in those who are coming up uh, alongside of us, that uh, we set them up to do better than we were able to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's our dream for you. And I say, just go for it. God bless you. Absolutely. Absolutely.